We are joined in this segment by Ward 2 Alderman Sean Gregory. Well, first of all, Alderman, may I publicly say great job uh, doing the chair for the Committee of the Whole last uh, uh, Tuesday night. Uh, you did a fine job. Thanks. I appreciate it. I studied all week. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Well, look, we, we got a lot of business to uh, unpack from that meeting, and obviously, too, a little off-the-field business, too. Uh, I, personally, I loved the article that Bruce Rushton wrote about you and, and, and learning a little bit more about your background and, and uh, what brought you to the city council and, and, and things like that. But obviously, there were a couple of things that uh, got quoted in there. Uh, one one that uh, everybody took issue with was calling the aldermen clowns. Uh, you didn't do it. Um, you know, you said you didn't do it. Uh, uh, where do you think the dispute is going on there with Rushton? Well, well uh, let me say this. Every, everybody didn't take offense to it. I, I definitely talked to uh, colleagues that I'm, I'm very, very close with uh, uh, just to ensure that, that they knew I'm not not that type of person. And um, I seen it. I got up at 5 o'clock in the morning, and, you know, I, I definitely, um, you know, read it. And, uh you know, I learned some lessons about just just how to do these things and and make sure that that words are correct. And I mean, when when, when you're sitting there and you're just talking for for uh, you know an hour or so or whatever it was, you know, I, I think it's kind of hard to get everything that somebody says that's just not recorded. And and we make mistakes. And you know, uh, based off the response that I got, you know, from from the article, because I was nervous about it either way. You know, what I'm saying. Uh, and when you write, you know, and stuff like that, it's hard to get the context. It's hard to get, you know, details of those events. So, you know, people just read it and, and, and you know, some will like it and some won't. And that's fine. You know, I, I just thought I was doing the right thing about being honest and things. And um, I definitely learned my lesson. And, uh, you know, I, I've been coached on these the, the, the media thing and stories and stuff and how to make sure I uh, get my words corrected. And, you know, when I came in the office, I've always, you know, told all media, you know, you from news station, whatever that, you know, I always speak as, you know, as long as everybody gets me right, I always speak. And, you know, even if I can't, you know, say too much about a topic, I'll at least, you know, pick up the call and at least say, you know, Hey, you know, once we get past this or that, you know, I'll talk with you. I'm not, I'm not that type of guy. Just, you know, not talk to the media. So, you know, lesson learned and, uh, you know, I, I'll make sure that that if anything uh, comes out about me, that 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 it's either recorded or or uh, you know I I got a chance to look it over and make sure it's right. And you know, you know, honestly, it's it's, it's been good. This is only the uh, issue, but um, you know, we move on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Ward 2 Alderman Sean Gregory is with us on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. So, again, uh, going on public, uh, you know, that the, you did not call the Alderman clowns when you talked to Bruce Rush. No, I didn't call anybody clowns. I, I said guys, and then there's, there's some, uh, you know, and I'm not trying to really explain myself or that like that. It's all good. But, you know, and, and then down at the end of it, you know, it's a portion that, and I pointed this out to him when we talked that, um, where where it said I'm smart but I don't have a paycheck. I said I'm smart. I just don't have the paperwork to prove it. That oh. makes more sense than that statement. That's further down in the article. But you know, it, it was printed. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Illinois Times copies it was and things of that nature. But things like that happen when, when you're just writing well, it down and, and not recording it. It happens. I want to talk a little bit though about about uh, um, you know the, the the positive parts about it here about uh, your mentoring that team and Absolutely. and, and, and uh, you know this this was uh, uh, you know something with one of your sons and stuff that you were coaching the team and and, right. and that kind of was a life changing moment for you, wasn't it? Absolutely, man. I, I've been I, I started out coaching football and basketball young for my my at the time stepson and then 
my son, who was a few years younger than him, um, was coming up along. And, you know, once I got going, you know, I was going year-round for nine years, football to basketball. I coached the Wildcats um, uh, in football, and we were very, very good. We didn't lose a game for many, many years, one of the best teams around during that time. And then, uh, you know, at the same time, those many of those kids played on my basketball team. So we just went year-round. And, you know, honestly, Rashad Rochelle from – from from Springfield High was one of my players, and Tyree Coleman, who's you know at Southeast and um, or, or wherever he's going, he he you know two of two of my very best players. I mean, we used to you know, and I'm glad you spoke on that because out of all of the things in that article, you know, we're, we're talking about that, you know, about one word, but you know, um, you know, we used to play and go places with those guys, man, and, and you know, some of the things like the minimus, uh, you know. We went through some tough times, man. We used to get called, and you know, the kids used to get called names, and uh, we always used to hear, "Well, they're good now, but when they get older, they're not going to be nothing." So I'm very proud of them too, and and other guys, you know, because you know, that's why we did it. That's why we coached, man. As far as just for my son, but as we got to going, and those kids, I love those kids. They love me. They still love me to this day. When when all that stuff happened with the cop, one of my players from Rochester. Text me, send me a text. I cry like a little baby, you know, because his dad brought him to play on my team. He stayed in Chatham at the time. He was my team because he wanted them to be around, you know, a good diverse uh, amount of kids. You know, he didn't bring them about no basketball. He brought them because he wanted his son. You know, I, I would, I would almost, I don't know anything about that situation, but I would almost mm-hmm. argue that he wanted him around a good coach. You know, a lot of these, a lot of these people, they, 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 they see what they see in coaches, and when yeah. they know that kids that are good with mentoring and good, good coaches and things like that. And I, I wasn't the best strategy coach when I coached in the '90s, but the bottom line right. was I cared about the kids, and people exactly. picked that up, and and exactly. I, and I think that's the biggest thing. And I think you know, you know, where where the the touch about bringing on the the mentoring with the kids there it, it kind of reflects into my life i remember a, a quick story where i mm-hmm. i was facing pulling a kid out of the game uh and i and i in baseball and i grabbed it I grabbed the baseball from him and i started to take uh, uh notes on what was going on in the situation because we were only up five four the bases were loaded and one out left right. and uh and and i and i put the and i put the ball back in the kid's glove and i said you got us in this mess get us out of it and and the next pitch is a dribbler hit the first base who's my only pitcher remembers to cover first that kid boom done we win the game and that that changed my life that that changed my life right there specifically wow. because it's like i i went from i went from analyzing and over analyzing everything which i still do to this day to trusting my gut you know and, and yeah. i think that that's it, it it seemed to me at least the way it was well written by bruce rushton who's one of the best reporters in this town yeah you know the way he wrote it it seemed to me that 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 kind of turned around your life too because you had a skirted pass with trouble with the cop but after you started coaching or whatever, you decided that, hey, this is the positive impact I can make, and it's taking you all the way to the council chambers. Absolutely. Am I reading that right? Okay. No, no, no. That's absolutely, man. I, I, you know, and and, and, and all of those things, you know, some of it was my fault and all this wasn't, but, you know, what what those kids did for me is really slow me down and and really appreciate life, and uh, we had some great times on the road, and you know, um, you know, uh, my my assistant coach, uh, Mark, I don't want to say assistant, the other coach that helped me, 
uh, was from Chatham, and his son is, you know, white, and I'm black, and we and our best of friends, and our, our our sons have grown up together and played together, and, you know, so it, it's really, you know, and towards the tail end of, of my coaching, you know, that's when I started getting, you know, really getting out here and um, doing things in the community and giving back, and, you know, I've had some, some awesome jobs that, that helped me um, through it, so um, it's, it's been a fantastic ride, and, you know, that's sort of why I still do the same thing, but I, I'm just wired that way, I'm, I, you know, that's just what I've always done, and I miss I miss coaching like crazy, I, re- I really do. Alderman Sean Gregory is with us for more, too, on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. We'll get to the second half here and talk a little council business and and, and about putting teeth into that agreement that the uh, that the uh, uh, talked about, and we'll do that next right here at News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. All right, Sean, let's get down to business here with uh, with uh, what happened at the at the uh, Committee of the Whole meeting. We had uh, the uh, 10 principles that were uh, reaffirmed between the NAACP and the Springfield Police, and, and one of the things that uh, your colleague Alderman Turner brought up was this was pretty much the same agreement as two years ago and not too much teeth in there and I wanted to drill down on that a little bit you know what kind of things would you like to be would, would you like to see in the agreement to hold both parties accountable well I, I, I we're, we're really drawn we're almost actually done um really drawing up a set of ordinances that we believe in. And we're seeing many of them around the country. I mean, we're seeing people activate police review commissions. We're seeing uh, no-knock warrant stops and things of that nature. So as we review all of our policies and procedures, what's this tough to do? And, and you know, we're writing up these ordinances or, or you know, trying to write them up, which is tough to do. We're trying to see what we're missing in in, in, in Springfield to, to help this out. It, you know, we'll, we want things to progress forward, um, and, and, and we really believe not only within our police department, but in other forces of city government that we need to look at it and really break it down to make sure that everything that we're doing from a governmental side, including our police, our fire, everything is benefiting everybody the same way. And if we're, we're lacking in some area, how do we improve that? How do we come together and say, hey, we're a little light over here for whatever reason. How do we, how do we bring it up? Um, and and you know that's that's what we look to do, and I don't I don't think you know that we'll we'll get too much rejection as far as uh, the you know, uh, but I do know some some things will be a fight. You know, I, I mean, and I don't mean that literally. I do know things will be uh, highly debated. Um, I know police community review board has been highly uh, debated before, and um, you know, so we, we you know one of the things I want to see especially is more. Um, you know, and, and just to speak on one thing, it's just, just how we do our internal affairs process. I just want to see yeah. that strengthened. Um, and, 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 you know, we, we got to advertise it. People got to know where they, where they can go to complain or report an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and not, and not be scared to do it. We want people to feel comfortable saying, Hey, this happened to me. And whether or not it's true or not, we have a responsibility to look into it with honest and open eyes. Yeah, I, I've, I've got to believe that the transparency problem with that, and I think that's what everybody wants in this case, at least at least especially from the people that 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 uh, are looking, you know, at problems with the police. You know, we brought up the fact that seven, uh, you know, racial complaints, you know, that 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 they brought in there. Um, but but it, that's got to be a tough line to walk because you want the transparency, but you also want the protection of somebody that may be falsely accused. You know, and and Absolutely. That that's got to be trouble, you know. I can see where you'd have problems writing the ordinance on that. 
Yeah, it it, it is because you, you want everybody to, to get a fair shake. But I think once we know for sure that that you know uh, truthful incident. I mean, as far as I, I think people are just wanting to know, did these things really happen? Um, and were they taken care of in the community from a community standpoint? I mean, we can sit up there and say it as a council body and say, yes, we're holding our, uh, you know, officers or whatever accountable. Um, the mayor can say it. The police chief can say it. The deputy police chief can say it. Um, but, but the community has to believe it, and we have to do the very things that's in those ten principles. Um, not sitting. Um, and then, you know, I, and I hate to say this, but not all, we're not speaking to all. We're speaking to, you know, anybody who doesn't live up to the Springfield way, to the Springfield Police Department way, to the Springfield Fire Department way. We, we, we don't want those people working uh, at the city uh, or in public public services. There's no there's no place for those things. We want peace and harmony within our, within our governmental bodies. And, and you know, that's the only way I'm going to have it, me, myself. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see what you guys come up with and, and uh, you know, as far as that goes. But listen, thank you so much for your time. You. We're out of it already, so uh, we appreciate it, though. Thank you, Alderman Gregory. All right, I appreciate you guys. You guys have a good day.